What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? Once again, we're back. They haven't canceled us yet, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, my name's Terrell Norton, and this is Binge, and we sit here talking about some bullshit. Uh, we talk about binge-worthy shows on television. Pandemic just happened. You all know you've watched a shitload of television, and you know what? Even afterwards, I don't give a fuck. I love television. My guest today, uh, it's actually the first couple on the show, uh, the Bensons. How you guys doing? Hola. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. That was very convinced. This is our <laughs> second go, guys. This is, <laughs> the first recording of this episode did not record. So, yeah. We're doing it again. <laughs> Might yes. as well. Hey, Adam, your voice is coming through. Look at that. That's very good. Do Hi. I sound like I've done this already? <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds rehearsed, you're, I think. You were so awake earlier, and now you're just... Oh, my God, I yeah. think I actually... I think I'm more sober now than I was. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely not as high as that, yeah. as that, as that first recording. Same. Uh, that's the thing, is that like I'm sitting here kind of being like, okay, I'm mapping out what I got to do after this podcast. And, of course, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm like, got to go home, hit my bong, then go to work. Like, <laughs> Yes. Priorities. You cannot uh, go to work without. That. You can't really. I've heard of people that can do that. They can go to work and not smoke beforehand. And I'm like, what you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so today, I'm very, very excited about the the show we're talking about today. It's one of my all time favorites. I truly believe it to be one of the greatest shows ever made. Ooh. Shit's Creek. I'm very yes. excited. I love Shit's Creek. Creek. I think it's one of the best shows because I do too. Well, and we were talking about it, it's like. It's one of those shows that, yeah, it's heartfelt and everything like that. But at the same time, there are parts that you're just kind of like, well, that, that's a bit wacky and zany. <laughs> that, that's fun. But, uh, you know, and then it also has a, a few moments of darkness, like just moments, though. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and that's really good. Uh, what, what would you guys think is like your favorite part of the show as a whole? Any always... part with Moira is my favorite. Oh, you're, I mean, a, you're a Moira gal. Eh? Uh, I mean, <laughs> obviously wearing a wig, too. I can relate, you know, to the wall of wigs that she has. It makes me feel seen. I love that they're all seen. named. I love that, that every one of them's got a name. I love that. Yes. Um, <laughs> Moira, had, she had the best lines. That's yes. for sure. She, I would say she had, the, like, the best, like, one-liner, then walk out. Like, she yeah. would just drop it and then leave. Uh, she, like, has, she has, like, this really good quote of, like, I, I won't do it justice, but she talks about be, like she's like when you're young, take as many nude photos as you possibly can because when you're old, you'll you'll just remember that you you'll, you'll wish you should have taken more pictures when you were all young and supple or you know something. Yes. She says in her sweet Moira way, but oh, it was just so funny and so good. That what what about uh, you, Adam? Are you uh, are you a Moira dude? Are um, you a David I'm, fellow? I'm, I'm a David fellow. Yeah, I had to. I mean, he was. Well, I want to fuck David. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's fair. <laughs> what, what's her What's her name? The sister Alexis. Alexis. A little bit Alexis. She <laughs> She was the one on the show to me that I was like, she got funnier and funnier every season. That was kind of really, like she was kind of a throwaway character at first, almost. Yeah. yeah. She didn't really have much to offer in the way of like you know taking a story along or anything like that, and then. By the end of it, you're like, oh, my God, Alexis is there, too, and I'm going to cry and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But David was always consistently hilarious. 
Well, yeah, no, and, and you had like, never seen him before, so that made it all the better. You're like, who the fuck is this? Well, yeah, Eugene no, like, Levy's uh, son? What? Yeah, when I first heard that, I go, oh, here we go. Another fucking rich kid riding <laughs> on daddy's coattails. Like, dad, get me a show. That's yeah. what I thought it was. And then whenever a buddy of mine who's a huge skeptic goes, motherfucker, you have to watch this show. I was like, well, bring it on. <laughs> but uh, I would definitely say I'm more of a, of a David fella as well. David was because he was so funny, and just, and you can't. He wrote it, and you just you know he's he's I mean, also gives he himself doesn't even some have of the to speak. Parts. You know, he just makes his facial expressions oh, yeah. the, and facial that's, expre- the hand gestures. Yeah, the, and he's got some of the best one line insults and shit like yes. that. The, there's a part where he's leaving a room, and someone kind of says something snarky to him, and he just goes, <laughs> "Eat glass," and then he just walks out. <laughs> and I was just like. Dude, like he nailed that. That was that's great. I'm gonna tell everybody that now. Everybody I don't like, eat glass. <laughs> so how did you guys kind of get in? Did you like binge watch it, or did you more watch it like as it was coming Actually, out? Actually, I think we started watching it when we, we got were sick. late. We were late in the game, but we got sick right before the pandemic. It probably wasn't Corona, but it was pretty horrendous. That, oh. prob- that probably makes me very nervous sitting across from you. No, that was <laughs> that was last year. That was last year before the pandemic started. We got sick, and and so we watched this because it was kind of like everybody had been telling us about it i didn't really like the fact that initially that it was all kind of set in this like crappy motel you know i was like how? yeah and then i was watching it while being sick and i was like how am i supposed to feel better from this you know but right. it, then it just kind of progresses it sucks you in a little bit it does like, and then you watch you're that stuck. first one and you're like this show sucks yeah because you're just like why the fuck do i give a shit about these spoiled rich kids and they're fucking parents. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then by, like, episode seven, you're just like, oh, they're going through hardship. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh, my God, they're going to grow. Oh, my God. I hope they grow as people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a show that you could. It was a sick show, though. It was. It's one of those shows that you can just watch. You know, you're feeling really it's, shitty. It's kind of like The Office <laughs> where it's just put it on in the background. I'll catch, you know, a line right. here and there. Again, it's digestible. But it's also in the same way like The Office where it has those parts where even just background noise, you hear yes. a line or something like that. Yes. And you like turn. And next thing you know, you're like, I was folding laundry, but I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. All right. So how about, how about this one, though? How about who's your favorite like B character? See, that's what I was going to say. Characters the- have got their best shit on this show. The B characters and I see the the four of them are just so good. Everyone else, I just didn't really. I'm trying to think. I this mean, is, I that's would say the, the blonde dude. What's his name? Um, the the one who 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 the mayor. The mayor. Oh, Roland shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, mine. Yeah, that's what He's I would say. Favorite, He's my yeah. B character. I want to say Roland, but I just I'm trying to think because of anyone he, else. Every, no, I love that every other character grows. And it's like, dude, Roland is the he exact stays the same. same. He, he does such, not give a shit. He really and he's was. even really shitty to his wife all the time. And she's just like, ah, oh, Roland, I, you know, I ah, love him. Ah, Roly. She calls yeah. him Roly. Like, <laughs> but, like, he's got these lines that you're just like, are you really that oblivious? Like, that's great. Yeah. Well, especially in the beginning because he's, like, pushing all the buttons to Eugene Levy and D- David, you know, and Moira. Oh, and, he, where and it never goes away. He's, like, so gross and disgusting and, like, licking his fingers at the dinner and they're just yeah. like, oh, my God. Eugene Levy at one point just puts his hand over his mouth and just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is it, like fondue or something they're eating? And he goes, yeah. oh, I dropped my bread. No worries. I got it. And oh. he yeah. puts his whole hand <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> Sick, dude. That's funny. No, but like the uh, one of my favorites is the episode where uh, the he Moira goes with him 
to that uh, thing at like the hotel or whatever. Uh, you know, it's like other like city officials and things like that. And then uh, they wake up the next morning after drinking all the time. And uh, Roland's naked in his bed and Moira's in the same bed. With oh, him. yeah, that one was good. And he's just kind of like, Johnny, I'm just I, I went over my whole body <laughs> to yeah. double check for bite marks or hickeys or anything. And I'm 99 percent sure nothing <laughs> happened with your wife. Like. <laughs> Just the level of not give a fuck that Roland operates in. I swear I aspire to that. Just because, like, even when they're making fun of him to his face, just nothing. Does not fucking care. That that I'm I'm glad he came back into everyone's. I mean, you know that actor. uh, What's his Chris Cabin uh, Boy? Yeah, Cabin Boy was such an underrated. Hold on, I'll pull up uh, all Wikipedia. Because we can do that on this show. Chris, you're oh, right. Shit. It was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Y'all got Wikipedia? Oh, Internet fueled podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. In the end, all we are is content. That's really. <laughs> it's true. Shit. Cr- well, and the thing, too, about the show and B characters. And I love that and- you can say shit. Like anybody, anybody who's like, what show? It's Shit's Creek. You ever seen it? Yeah, you you almost feel like that little kid. You're getting away with it. You're like, yeah. shit's creek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it. You can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling uh, shit. Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott is one of those guys that his comedy does doesn't hit for everyone. No, yeah. but when it does, it's an acquired taste. Oh my god, he's so fucking funny. Yeah. You know that most of Roland was was Chris Elliott's like way of doing things exactly. not the lines that made it so good oh yeah yeah no it really was just chris elliott i was like he's back right dude. i was like and the one thing i will say perfect for him is the love interests are like the least great part <laughs> right <laughs> i mean like that's every show every show they'll bring in the love interest and you just wait a minute are you care. talking about like patrick like like David's I mean, person, yes. Patrick. Patrick then, is included in it. Yeah, he is. How dare you, Patrick? But, like, but, Patrick <laughs> could have come and go. He could have been well, yeah. one season thing, and you would have looked back and been like, oh, one of those love. See, interests. I thought that way about Ted. I thought uh, Alexis's you know, love. Yeah, interest. no, I hated I thought Ted, Ted. Was Ted. kind of like, you know, he's kind of a throwaway character almost. You know, yeah. 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 And he Feed was, a, he was a little. He, he was a little. Yeah, <laughs> he was a little too goody two shoes for me. Yeah, oh, but uh, well, for obvious reasons, I'm I'm sitting here wearing a fucking battle jacket and like fucking. <laughs> 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 but like, uh, I don't like goody two shoe characters. I just don't. I'm and I like, know you don't like Nazis. I don't I like know Nazis. That. No, I have my uh, my no Nazis patch is what he's referring to. <laughs> for those of you who can't see me, um, but like Ted was just. I mean, they even tried to make him, quote unquote, more rugged, you know, because the first time he's on, he proposes to her. They're mm-hmm. engaged, all that. And then they break up. He goes away. She's with Mutt for a while. Right. Yeah. And then he comes back. And the first time she sees him, he's on a motorcycle. You know, he's got yeah. a five o'clock shadow. He's got, yeah. you know, the tight white shirt on with the pexabulsion, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then I'm like. He's still a pussy. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I'll still fucking like you swing can't on fix him. I don't his care. face. He's you know? just too nice. I always get called the the nice person. It's like, you're too nice. You're yeah. a golden but retriever. I that c- is spot on. I cannot <laughs> tell you how much 
I hate watching nice people. <laughs> I guess me because you know it's like a little bit of me or something. Like, oh, I hate that nice motherfucker. <laughs> they and do finish last every time. Yeah, guys. yeah, you'll never fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy was annoying. And when she broke up with him in the show, I was like, oh, baby, yeah, that's yeah, how that's, that's how you ended her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, I wish everyone broke up with everybody. Um, <laughs> well, but, and I will say on that, not, except for us. No, I mean, I own the show. Yeah. I'm on the show. No, on the show, baby. I knew. Cover what you were ass. saying, but the way you looked at me was kind of disconcerting because you were like, I want everybody to break up. <laughs> well, and speaking of which, you two uh, did your first marriage. We year. did our first we, marriage. We did our first marriage. <laughs> you got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, I'll be on my it. second in 2025. There you go. 2025. <laughs> your first year of marriage. Sorry. Uh, oh. And, uh, you know, I know we talked about it on the first recording, but no one's ever going to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, but, you you know, you guys said not really as hard as people said it was going to be. Not really. <laughs> yeah, through yeah. a pandemic and everything. Now, I did think it was funny, like when they were coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny that they were like, <laughs> it was like two weeks in the isolation. They're like, the divorce rate is up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's been fucking 48 hours, and people are like, oh, you didn't know she was this awful. <laughs> When did you become a terrible person? I lost my job. I'm home all day. I hate this person. I don't know what it is. Just the way she eats toast. I don't know. I just hate it. <laughs> that was the funniest Yeah, he was, like, thing. genuinely giggling, like, all the time just at the thought of, like, oh, my God, some people are breaking up because, like, they have to spend time with each other. <laughs> like, he just, like, loses it. It's a funny conundrum. It's like, we finally have to spend time to each other, so we've got to get away from each other immediately. Well, and the, on the, in that respect, it kind of lets, you know, it's a good segue because uh, one of my favorite parts of the show is that, like, all these bad things are happening to this family, right? And all the while, you've got Moira and John, who are the parents. Not once was their relationship or marriage remotely in question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're having to live in this hotel room, this motel room. That's true. They're, you know, all this shit. For for all intents and purposes, Mm -hmm. like, she definitely could have just been like, fuck you, I'm out of here, this is all your fault, and all that shit. Not once so was there true. even a fucking like that speed bump for these two. And it was funny, though, because uh, I think it was Ted's mom who was trying to hit on uh, Eugene Levy. Yeah. You know, for like there was that one episode. And that was really funny because he was like or, really or, trying. Or so he thought she was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He thought she was. And he was really trying to like be so respectful, you know, where it was like, I love my wife. I love my wife. And I don't know what she's doing. You know, like, yeah, that was cute. <laughs> well, no, and, like, that's the thing is that, like, that really hit me is that, like, most of these shows will base, you know, they'll be like, oh, well, let's let's do a breakup cause, just because that's a fun arc mm-hmm. or something like that. Whereas with this show, there's like, no, 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 no. That marriage, solid. Yeah. Absolutely solid. There's nothing to worry about. Like, we're good. Well, and yeah. I love that they made Dan Levy buy because, like, that was kind of just like, you don't really, oh, you hadn't pan. really, or pan. Yeah. yeah. So you hadn't really seen, like, a guy, you know, th- the way the story arc went with him and, like, Stevie and stuff. And Stevie yeah. is a good. Okay. I yeah. did forget about that. How did we forget about Stevie? Stevie? I was <laughs> like, okay, Stevie would definitely be my, my, Stevie's kind of a smoke show, man. Like, yeah. she's like an under. The, under the radar but like like you take off the flannel and then boom and then, yeah, I want to take her flannel off you know what I'm talking about, yeah. you, know I'm talking about. you want to see her naked <laughs> well and also uh, that yeah <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who's like i hate wholesome characters oh i get it you want to see her naked okay <laughs> uh 
But like, uh, given with uh, Dan Levy and the character, you know, pansexuality and things like that, I thought his explanation of pansexuality was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. He does it within once. But here's the best part is that like it doesn't come up again after that episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because like I talked in one episode of, of this podcast where there's a thing that I hate in television shows because it's like if the character's gay, they're no longer just a character who is gay. From then on, they are a gay character. Yeah. Like, it like defines that character. Everything mm-hmm. that they do is under the lens of the stereotype of of what straight people believe gay people do and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this show, he explains it. that, And in the same episode, uh, Eugene Levy is talking about, you know, with Roland at one point when they're stoned and eating ribs, <laughs> which I'm like, homie let me at them like that's yeah yeah also i do have a problem with that because they're eating barbecue ribs eugene levy's wearing a white suit and then later you see him and there ain't shit on that suit <laughs> there ain't a motherfucking drop of he's sauce on that he's suit a I'm yeah, like, that's a class man. act right there he's but classy. like uh eugene levy says something along the lines of uh you know my son is pansexual mm-hmm. he's kind of like it's almost like he's not only telling Roland about it, but he's kind of admitting it to himself mm-hmm. that that's who his son is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because earlier in the episode, he said something about it maybe being a phase mm. and Moira being like, it's not a phase, John. Mm. You know, that's very, you know, but the way that uh, Dan Levy explains it is that, uh, you know, Stevie says something like, oh, so you like uh, white wine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like white wine. Well, because up until uh, last night, I thought you liked uh, red wine. Oh, yeah. And I just kind of looked at him and he was like, oh, I see what's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, I like red wine and white wine. And last summer I was actually yes. with a uh, Cabernet that used to be a Merlot. It got complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and so she was just kind of like, so you just like all wines. He goes, I like the wine, not the label. And yeah. also then when like the Stevie and uh, uh, freaking David are like fighting over the same guy or, you know, like they're dating yeah. the same guy like that. And also, oh, I mean, that- it's just like, that was they hilarious. explored relationships <laughs> in such a different way, especially in the setting of like a small town. Right. That- You've got the small town setting, but at the same time, it's it's something that's like current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter where you live. You're going to have some inkling of I have friends that do this or yeah. anything like that. And uh, it's really weird being a cis white male <laughs> that's straight <laughs> because I swear to God, I'm like, I'm, I'm an ally through and through. But whenever I try and like weigh in on literally anything having to do with the LGBTQ plus community, people are just kind of like, easy, tiger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but my partner, she's pansexual. Yeah. It's just kind of like I always joke because my brother for the long, long time uh, that, you know, uh, whenever he had come out of the closet and everything like that, he was talking to me at one point. He goes, you should just be gay. It's awesome. And I was just like. (laughs) I was like, are you just selling me a car? Like, what are you? So for years, though, my brother always, like, was was pulling for me to be gay. And, and, and you know, I was like, I, I would apologize to him. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, you know. But then, you know, me and my partner are together. And, you know, she's pansexual. So I was like, so, ha, I'm still a part of the queer community. <laughs> Boom. That's so funny. That reminds me of, like, uh, I Love You, Man, with Paul Rogers. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie Where he's, so much. They're trying to get him in a Slap threesome. And, or a threesome in, like. Uh, oh no not I love you man uh, wow the fucking uh, the one where he's like oh, yep. my idiot brother oh my idiot brother is so good and he's he's they're trying to get him in a threesome and the guy starts <laughs> kissing him and he just he's like look I'm I'm sorry he's apologizing he's like, yeah. I just I don't know I they're don't, comforting him he was, like, he, was <laughs> he was about to have gay sex and he was just like I, he had to end up apologizing because he's yep. just gonna go through with it uh, there's and, a show called uh, woke 
on Hulu. Have you guys seen oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar situation happens with uh, Blake Anderson from Workaholics. Oh, His character, uh, he brings a couple back to the apartment just to hang out and have fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've been tripping and, and having fun all night, and then they go back to the apartment or whatever. And he was just kind of like, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, well, you know, if you can't, that's okay or whatever. <laughs> but he's just kind of like, uh, okay, let's do this. But at one point, uh, like they're kissing, and then he, he just reaches over, just grabs that dude's dick, just grab. <laughs> he just goes, "Whoa, dude!" Like he just goes, "What?" He goes, "Just grab my dick!" Like, like it's just the weirdest line in the sand. Like just one of those. But like with uh, with uh, with this show, though, it was just kind of like I think they handled it with a lot of. Like I want to say class, yeah. you know, there was very class, a lot of they finesse. Didn't, they yeah, didn't, they didn't like make it a, a thing. You just like, you yeah, know, when you the saw David, you just knew he was gay because of he was David, and you were just yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's gay. I remember watching it and be like, I guess they haven't said straight up that he's gay, but like, I didn't even think like, you know, they didn't do the thing in the show which you would see still in a lot of shows where like the dad is still wrestling with the sun being yeah. gay a little bit. And they didn't really do that. I don't think I feel as like it much. was like kind of like a, a hesitation of anything. I don't think, feel like he was struggling with it. Yeah. He was just kind of like, cause we were watching like modern family and that's just a big thing. in the whole show, the yeah. dad's always like, ah, they're gay and stuff, especially in <laughs> yeah. the first season. And he's still like, you just feel like he's still wrestling with it. But that's what was so cool about Shit's Creek. And of course, cause of Dan Levy. I mean, he was right. basically like, I'm going to just, write the show that I like and, and this is where it's funny and yeah, these yeah. things are going to come up, but am I going to make the show all about that? No. Uh, right. You know, I can make it and not to say that, you know, normalizing it or something, not to say that it's not normal, but I mean, for, for the public, you know, it feels, I think it actually shit's... meant more that he didn't make it like a focal piece and yeah. that it was just like, look, all of this can be like normalized to, to where like, People don't have to be so judgmental about these things or whatever. Yeah, you know? but and, it is still a, a television show, so it has to come up. Yeah, but I feel like if that wasn't the case and it was just kind of like you know those rules weren't in place in television, things like that, he wouldn't have even had to bring it up really. Because yeah. even in bringing it up on mm-hmm. the show, I don't know about you guys, but you're just kind of like, oh, he's pan, not buy or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah, like, exactly. And it never comes up again, really. And that's what I love, and the fact that the the reason that I love Patrick, not that I love his character. He's, he's kind of a blah character, you know, yeah. he's mm-hmm. kind of a dude's dude. Kind of, yeah. you know, yes. he loves sports. Oh, and, he was, yes. he was just paper, but <laughs> the, it was the, like, it was so boring. But the, the romance, the story of him yeah. and David yes. is where I yeah. am just like, you know, because, uh, for me and my, my partner, my Brittany, we were sitting there and, you know, we got into the show together. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first shows that we got into together. Mm-hmm. So when Christmas rolled around, Aww. I was like, I got to get her a Shit's Creek themed yeah. gift. So I got her a coffee mug because she, you know, we're both big adamant coffee drinkers. Mm. Like, huge, I love coffee. I, it's It's... Especially since I stopped drinking. Oh, like, yeah. That's... I, coffee is a huge part of my life. Yes. Yeah. When you're like sober life, you're like coffee. Like that you is just true. every morning you're just like, I can't wait. I, you know? I, I even used so to have excited a, for my coffee. I <laughs> yeah. even had a bit about that. It's like, now I'm not drunk. I'm just like fucking all the time. Like you're just like, <laughs> why do I want caffeine now? Like we're drinking and just slows you down a little bit. Caffeine, you're just like, ah, da, 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 da. it's like, if I can't do, if I can't be slow, I'm going to be really fucking fast. <laughs> You know? If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> but like, whenever uh, I got her the mug, it's a it's a silhouette of David's face, and yeah. it says, "You're simply the best." 
Oh. Yeah, she about cried. <laughs> and uh, but then, I, you know, it's kind of a running theme with us is that mm-hmm. song because Patrick yeah. plays it for David at the open mic. That was such a huge it's television moment. So good. And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. And someone help me here. <laughs> I mean, I get it. But also, and I even they even had like a documentary like after the, the show, you can watch like the documentary and they kind of talk right. about that moment, too. I can't even really remember what they said, but it was just like, what, what, what was it? What was it? I don't get what was so like impactful, about impactful it. about that scene. Well, because it's, it's when you're playing a song for some, like for someone, you've dedicated that song to them. It's essentially you telling them your feelings towards them. Sure. And so oh, they haven't really had that, that profession yet or that anything thing. like that's where uh, they're professing where they're at or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so him saying like, no, you're, you're the best thing that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the words of the song, I'll pull it up on my motherfucking <laughs> phone right now. I don't care. It's on there. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a Tina Turner song. That's sim- you're simply the best. And it's the wording, the lyrics and everything. It's, it's a beautiful song. And then for having having it played in an acoustic setting, that kind of ups the romantic level as well, you know, shit like that. And uh, I'm not even going to look over there, and I can tell you right now, for women, too, you play a song for them, <laughs> that's game over, brother. That is. Buddy in your hand. That oh, is. Oh, I've, I've, I've been the dude with the guitar. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's why it didn't hit me, because I yeah. just remember being in college and seeing dudes under trees trying to impress people <laughs> yeah. with acoustic guitars and me being one of them. Like, you like Jack Johnson? Here we go. <laughs> Making anyway, banana pancakes. Yeah. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sing like, with me now. But like, that's the thing is that it's like even in you know the setting that they're in, David doesn't want the open mic. Mm-hmm. He's nervous about it. She Moira even talks about like, you want me to pull the fire alarm if this goes that's bad. Right. That's right. And even in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. David is still smitten kitten by the end of that motherfucker because this guy just got on stage and sang a song to him. In front of the whole town, basically. In front of everyone didn't (laughs) matter because he's simply the best. Simply the best. And so now, because like we were talking about, it's background noise or you can rewatch it or whatever. If that episode comes on and it's me and Brittany just hanging out, we're talking or whatever. Whenever that open mic scene comes up, I can look over and almost time it. She's going to cry. She's cried every yeah. time, literally every time. And I go, what? Are, what? And she just goes, I don't know. It just reminds me of us. And, and you know, and, 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 and I love you. And I'm like, and I love you. Like, that's, yeah. And I'm like, and if I was more of a person, I'd probably be crying too. But I, I don't know. I'm broken. I'm a broken person. I don't I think, maybe that was it. I don't know. There's just something about uh, Shit's Creek that is so... Um, yeah, like what's the best thing about Shit's Creek? Like, what would some- make someone really want to watch it? it? You don't. You can just hop around anywhere. I guess that yeah, was my that, thing. Maybe, really maybe, yeah. I, maybe that's why I didn't get emotional because I just landed on that episode one day and I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, you well, did. You did watch out of order. Well, for actually. me, I honestly think uh, the thing that it was for me was was exactly what we're talking about as far as like when how they dealt with mm-hmm. uh, sexuality of characters and things yeah. like that. For a lot of people that don't know, my brother is trans. And before that, he was a gay woman. And so my brother came out to me twice, Mm -hmm. first as a gay woman and then as a man. Mm -hmm. And both times I was uh, overjoyed. I was so happy because it was it was another step in my brother becoming who he is and and everything like that. 
And the thing that I always hated about watching shows, even before any of this, mm-hmm. about shows with characters like that, I love that they have those characters and it's becoming more of a normalized thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's exactly what I'm talking about. Because my brother being trans is not what defines him. You right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He has things going on in his life that it's like, oh, I didn't know trans people dealt with that. It's like, he's a fucking person. He's not like... <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. So yeah. it's like, in that respect, is something that really drew me to the show because, you know, yeah. there are characters on that show that are gay and things like that, that it never even is spoken on yeah. the show. Like, Ronnie on the show is a gay woman, mm-hmm. but you don't, they never actually say that. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like... Yeah, they just... you just, it, Yeah, it treated life like everyday life like it should be. You like know? it should be, yeah. like It was kind of like Shit's like, Creek was... These included here's, and... Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, just I was just going to say like small town. Like you put it in a small town, you have, you have you know, all these different sexualities, but it's like, it's just like anywhere. You, it kind it's, of characters It's not an everyday life, conversation. You know? Yeah. You don't have a gay friend and every day you're like, let's talk about the struggles of being gay. Yeah. Right. You know, like... Or or even worse is like me and Sandra have talked about it. Sandra Slade was on the show. She's a black female comedian. So obviously she has yeah. a lot of people that have come up to her and they want to talk about like Black Lives Matter or mm-hmm. is it, you know, you're funny for a girl or something like that. Obviously, Ashlyn, you've dealt with <laughs> stupid shit like that. But it's just kind of like we talked, we've talked about that after shows or anything like that. She goes, if I have one more motherfucker come up to me after a show and the first thing they want to talk about is how essentially I'm black. Like it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things though, that it's like, yeah, you're going to have those conversations with those people. But at the same time, yeah. for most of us, we don't need to have that conversation. It's like, Oh, you're gay. Cool. So are we hanging yeah. out or what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah like, exactly. I don't know what you want from me right now. Like, exactly. I'll pat you on the back and let's go to the bar. I don't really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I just, that whole thing because when my brother came out as trans it was a whole thing for some people mm-hmm. and i was just kind of like did none of you know him for that long because mm-hmm. yeah. this makes all the sense in the world to me yeah that this has happened like yeah and and, and to me it's just one of those things that it's like uh not to not to you know hold on i'm trying to word it to where i'm not so much of a dick i don't care I yeah. really don't like if yeah. someone's like I'm trans I'm gay I'm bi I'm pan oh, I'm like, whatever I'm like, like I'm definitely what? like good for you yeah. like congratulations I'm glad that but at the same time this is not something that's going to affect how I talk to you yeah, or exactly. affect how I yeah. think of you or anything like that I don't care yeah like I truly believe everyone should be who they are mm-hmm. and we can all agree at this table that it's like you don't choose to be gay bi pan yeah, or trans yeah. or any of that yeah so choosing to be yourself is the thing that they chose, and I'm always going to be on board with that. And that was also, like, a big thing in Shit's Creek is, like, they were all still, like, truly themselves. Like, they all stuck out, like, exactly, sore thumbs, yeah. you know? And, like, and, but I think that that's something that's also, like, super relatable for, for others, like, who, who kind of feel, you know, outlandish or whatever. Right, But yeah. it was, like, they ce- they still celebrated it. Like, I love when, like, Moira, like, gets ready for the press and, like, nobody is there or whatever. And she, like, <laughs> took forever to get ready. But I love that she's still ready. wearing it. Like, yeah. she's like, nope, <laughs> she's I, like, well, I put fine. it on. <laughs> yeah, she wears it everywhere else she goes she takes her long train dress yep. behind her <laughs> and like was it wasn't it like uh that that there it's, it shows them the end of the episode is them in the motel room at the end of night and uh they're eating like the food that was sent but yeah. everyone thought moira died and she's still wearing it <laughs> yeah like she's eating snacks wearing this long train dress <laughs> 
and I love like that it's all most of the time they're both her and David are just wearing black all the time but yep. like in the it's most always, luxurious there's ways there's always the what is the black and white because they they I mean the, yeah so it's like well, because, it like, feels Dan, symbolic Dan Levy, after yeah like, well after Dan Levy said seasons. something about uh, uh, the fashion of the show was something he wanted to take very seriously yeah. yeah and apparently like I you know I'm sitting here in a fucking t-shirt denim vest and you know <laughs> yeah. I think the <laughs> nice very much I'm like, style. I might as well like what's with the black all yeah, the time I'm just kind of <laughs> like ask you. I don't get fashion but you know <laughs> I uh, I was I was reading an article that said like that was something that a lot of people truly respected about the show yeah. was that it was like, you know, you see the rich characters in other shows and it's like, uh, you can get that at Target. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's a kind of a bitchy thing to have a hang up about, but you yeah. know, you're into what you're into. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, but like the fact of the matter was, was that when I read that article at the end of it, I still didn't give a fuck about fashion. Don't get me wrong, but I loved that. Even like you talk about the LGBTQ plus community. You talk about the fashion community. Yeah. You talk about all these communities that are, not not only complimented by this show, but they for the first time feel like they're being taken actually seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not just something that has to come up in a conversation, but they are something that is this is a part of these people's lives. And like what was cool about it is like he almost made it like they were all cartoon characters. So they had like different versions of like a, the same outfit, but but, you know, some were more extravagant than right. others. But it was like it was still very much fit their little character yeah shows i, shows I always laughed when he was wearing his shorts when he was yeah, like, yes yeah. like he would be wearing it. like a leather jacket and <laughs> yeah. like and like sneakers but then he's got these little shorts on and I'm, <laughs> it made me laugh every time because yeah. i'm fucking of course i'm stoned as shit watching this show it's like my end of day you know and yeah, they're yeah. watching it with Brittany, and we're smoking and i'd be like look at those little shorts i don't <laughs> <laughs> Dude. And his yeah. round glasses. Yeah. Oh, his Kurt Cobain looking like glasses. I really uh, want to pair were, of those. Actually. Oh, I know. Yeah. There were there were d- absolutely episodes where I was sitting there. I was like, oh, I, I like could, that. I could, yeah, I could fucking wear that whole outfit. Yeah. Right there. I yeah, uh, because after a while, you really are like. At first, you're like, this guy's wearing it's just the weirdest shit. Yeah. And, and then I, after a while, you really are just kind of watching it, going, wonder if I could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite choices that he made, uh, you know, uh, aesthetically. Speaking or whatever <laughs> was yeah. uh, his wedding. Whenever he's wearing a kilt, essentially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah! I remember thinking, dude, yeah. I kind of, I kind of dig that. that was a, I'm obviously that was Irish cool and everything, yeah. but at the same time, just even just aesthetically speaking, I'm like, good for you, bud. I like that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I loved, I loved the vows too. That was a callback oh, in that God. episode where he just when, sent and then the when happy he starts ending. singing to him during the vows, and you see his face, <laughs> David looks like his head's about to explode. Like yeah. he's just. Oh my god! <laughs> but I like, it. I love that even like the secondary B characters, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Not only do they have their own storylines, but they were also unapolo- unapologetically themselves yeah. as well. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody was just like trying to be something else or anything. Roland, above <laughs> all, of course. But but like you know, you got Bob who is just such a weird oh, dude god pop was the weirdest i mean like it was the, the bagel shop yeah. episode was so <laughs> fucking funny he's just like uh just this idea yeah i don't know like a bagel shop you think you could do that well it's just an idea i didn't think you'd actually want to do it and he writes him a check and everything but like who would you think is probably the character that you uh loved the growth of the most because there are definitely some that it's like you didn't even see it coming. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Patrick at first is a B character. Mm-hmm. He's just some dude that's in an office and then, oh, he's going to help David with his business. Very mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see something at the beginning, but you're like, ah, it's probably oh, not going to work out. This is a TV show. I like, saw it at the beginning. As we soon as he saw it, I was <laughs> like, look at this. That's who he's going to end up with. Oh, uh, I watched it. We watched it the other day, me and Brittany, and uh, that episode came on when they first meet. Uh-huh. And she just goes, oh. And Ooh. I go, what? And she goes, he doesn't know that's his husband. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I don't, you know, I don't think the, the parents really. I mean, oh, my all, God. The parents grew like crazy. They grew, I guess. I don't know. Would I, you get your head out of your ass and take this seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I really, there's so many things about those characters that were just so ingrained they weren't ever you know that yeah they didn't like being in the small town but they embraced it pretty immediately like they did well yeah you knew they liked it so there wasn't they didn't well no moira doesn't like it until possibly the finale yeah, yeah that's when true, she's they're, leaving they're always, like there is a couple times when they're like we're about to leave yes that's yes, true yes. I, and especially Moira being like, we're going to get out of this podunk town. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think what it is is that, like, w- the thing that I really respected about the way they handled that particular part is that it's like they, as people, mm-hmm. never really changed. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the beginning, they're still, yeah. like, loving towards each other and everything like that. But, you know, they don't really know each other as, as well as they think they do. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the cornerstone of what happens later, of, of them finding themselves and all that shit. But in reality, I hate the shows where the character shows up and then like by the end it's like oh well he grew and he's a better person because he's completely different yeah. than who he was before and it's like you're never gonna be no. completely different no exactly yeah. I'm so, gonna go with Alexis I'm going with Alexis yeah. I had to say fair. I was like Alexis had to have been the one because you know what's funny well Alexis oh the funniest thing about Alexis was every time she had like some story from the past and she was like she would the, name drop she like would name, nobody's business talking about being like kidnapped and yeah like yeah. sex trafficked <laughs> and all this crazy what is crazy it? One, stuff she said something about like uh, oh let me tell you if you're ever locked in a cabin with Jared Little you'll find out quick like yeah, exactly. yeah. Real, like she just name drops and keeps moving like yeah uh, what was it the the wedding invitation debacle where she got the the flight itinerary mixed up or whatever she thought she was leaving before their wedding come to find out she's oh, not leaving yes. till after oh yeah, yeah it's like you got the date mixed up again didn't you and she's just like billy zane did the same thing david <laughs> like <laughs> ew, <Yes>. david. <laughs> ew david ew david <laughs> and i love that at some points moira says ew and you're like oh okay that, okay cool, cool 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 yeah uh here's a who who is your favorite dressed on that show since they are they take fashion very seriously Moira was the fucking yeah. best. I mean, I mean she, she was the queen. She I mean, she would a, come in with. I like, mean, even her hair was different for, for her some hair outfits. Would be different. Her skirts would make sounds. You know, right. like <laughs> yeah, she'd just be wearing spikes every uh, other. Oh yeah, episode. she'd wear tall ass boots. Like yeah. I also the thing I loved about Moira is like, you know, nothing. Nothing stopped her. Also, like when she was acting in The Crow and stuff, like, yeah. or whatever, like that Crow movie. What is oh, it? The, the crows, crows have eyes? Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah or what was that? Like crow? That was like, I kept trying to think that Crow movie. The Crowening or whatever. Yeah, the Crowening. Yeah. It looked like every time they showed a clip, it looked like the worst movie. But then it comes I want to find out it does great. Like it makes so much money, and they're just like, yeah. "You're a huge name again." And she's yeah. like, I just love that because that w- we all know those 
those BS fucking sequel movies that they'll make. And so you can tell it's one of those. Yeah. But then with the party and everything, that's one of my favorite episodes, actually, is the premiere of the crow in mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. because like oh my uh, god yes because david and patrick so- are in the apartment and patrick had just had his wisdom teeth taken out uh-huh. so he's all drugged up and everything and he and david said okay so we're gonna get you a pill you know what i'm gonna go ahead and take one too and so they're both just fucked up at the end so when the crows are flying around and everything oh, yeah. one of my favorite parts is david is just laughing he goes this is so fucked <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love. Well, I pay to see that movie. I I, I, oh, I want to see just make a spinoff of just the crow. I would even go so far as to say, like, I would pay just to even see like like a red band extended trailer of that movie. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like they could knock that out in like a day, yeah, and it would yeah. just be something funny or whatever. But yeah, uh, but no, I I honestly too, I wanted to touch on that. You know, it went for six seasons, and then he called it quits. He yeah. goes. No, we're not canceled or anything. This is just going to be the final one. I love that. And everyone was just kind of like, no, 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 no. This is an it amazing just, show. You, you need to make more. just got popular. And he was just like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do that because like then, you know, it's going to feel stale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like these characters have much more to go as far as like the development. Like, I think that that's always the best way to go. You know, it's I feel like it's worse to to continually stretch things out past their time you know like yeah. no but who really wanted to watch the office after fucking <laughs> steve carell left you know it's Honestly, like you though, may have yeah. done it but but did you enjoy it all as the first no <laughs> you, you didn't you were well, like and also like robert california <laughs> really like, yeah it's like how can he compare he cannot <laughs> and and i mean you got it there's a lot to be said whenever james spader's voice isn't saving the day even <laughs> yeah it's like you're not michael scott <laughs> yes. like it's just no but I always think it takes more balls to like end something when it should end versus trying to stretch. Well, it out. not even just shows like we're talking about anything. Mo- really. Yeah, the movies, movies, the remakes. Uh, well, even in light, like relationships or anything like that as yeah. well. Like you always hear about someone like we've we've all had like the couple friends that like. Oh man, I really wish they would just fucking break up. Like they they have just <laughs> yeah. been together oh, way yeah. too you know long. How, like, he secretly hates her so much. Well, yeah, like <laughs> as soon as that other person's out of the room, they're just like that fucking cocksucking piece <laughs> of shit. You're like, dude, why are you still with them? Yes. Like, <laughs> I would love to know like everybody who's been around us is like, God, Adam and Ashlyn, I swear to Jesus Christ, if I have to fucking <laughs> listen to them fucking talk. Oh, no, God, I, I I will never forget one time uh, I was I think it was uh, you know I'm with Brittany and that's my uh-huh. person my partner and everything. Well, so uh, someone comes up to me and they said something about um, so how long do you think that's gonna last? And I go, excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, right. And they're like, well, I mean, I know you used to be kind of a hoe, and I was like, well, yeah, but I don't hoe no mo. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I just remember thinking like the audacity behind that of just kind of like i've got this good thing going and you automatically want me to think of like oh six months i don't know like that's no fuck out of here we got so much of that when we first got together because we're fucking both comedians so it was coming from all sides well i mean historically speaking we as comedians do not exactly have the greatest track record when it comes to relationships and whatnot. That's yeah. that's very like, very true. I like think, not just like us in this room, like comedians as a general, whole. Yeah. And I think what it is is that it's like um, I, the way I explained it to Brittany, and and she she thought it was really funny, but I was like, no, you don't understand how real this is because I was like the way that I described it was that it's like 
at, at the beginning of the relationship, the person that you're with is going to be like, oh, my God, I love his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. And I'm like, give it six months. And that turns into everything's a fucking joke to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I can turn anything into a joke. That's kind of my thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I think that's it's there's something to be said about that, that it's like. Whenever you're kind of looking at something, whether it's a passion project like Schitt's Creek or it's a relationship that you've dug so much time and energy into, mm-hmm. whenever you have to look at it and be like, OK, wrap this up because it's run its course. It's time because the thing is that we're always taught, you know, that you know, not only have we been taught that, like, you're only allowed to feel joy outwardly, mm-hmm. but we're also always taught that it's like, oh, you just got to work at it. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys got married, so you guys probably hear that fucking shit all the time. You got to work. Oh, you got to work at it. It's like, you, okay, first of all, I didn't fucking ask you. you like <laughs> when you get married, everybody, everybody comes up to you and they just say, I'm sorry. And they think it's the funniest joke of all time. I heard you're engaged. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, Life's the, about to be over. The old ball and chain. Like, all, and I'm like, how bad is this fucking thing? <laughs> and I was like, it, it, so far, absolutely, totally awesome. Like, there's yeah. nothing. There's a lot of projections going around when when you find oh, joy yeah. and happiness, you know. <laughs> all you got to do when they say work, it's just like, don't be... <laughs> completely like, like stubborn and an asshole and the not time. grow yeah. as a human yeah, being yeah if you're if just you're sitting a, there like yeah don't if, grow if you're in a, a relationship with someone who doesn't want to grow like the relationship cannot continue like in exactly. anything yeah. like if if, yeah. if, if if you're like hey didn't clean your dish and you're like I'll never fucking clean another dish before like <laughs> even that little bit of growth Again, it's like what a weird line in the sand you know like <laughs> everything else you're fine with and then it's like can you put that in the dishwasher alright bitch it's going it's happening but, but <laughs> the biggest key is you have to find someone that you think is special enough to try. If you exactly. don't have oh, that yeah. person, then of course you're not going to want to try. Well, no, it's it's uh, just the, patience. What is it? The movie? Oh, it's uh, Juno. Yeah. It's, uh, the dad is talking to her and uh, he said something about like, come with something about along the lines of paraphrasing because I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I remember this part because it spoke to me. Uh, <laughs> but he goes, you know, he essentially says like, you know, hell, high water, rain or shine. The right person's still going to think the sun shines out your ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, exactly. that's exactly how I feel about my partner right now is that it's mm-hmm. like I could be having the shittiest day ever. But if she messages me and goes, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to come over because, you know, obviously, if I'm having a bad day, she's going to hear about it. Like, I'm going to message her be like, if I if this day had a face, I'd punch it like, you know, one of those. And she'd be like, all right, well, I'm coming over. And that's all I need to hear to get a little excited. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just like everything's going to be better now. Like she's going to come over and I don't, it's, and I'm not putting that, that burden on her. It's mm-hmm. just a, a fact for me now. Yeah. Like it's just like, like the presence of her exactly. truly soothes you a little bit. And like, and like, it's like, they feel like home. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And it's just, it's not like I live by myself. We don't live together yet. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we live in our respective apartments and everything like that. And so when I'm in my apartment by myself, you know, obviously I'm playing with sausage, my dog and everything like that. But at the same time, I'm not truly home. Because, yeah. you know, she's not there. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those, like, I'm not home yet. Yes. But whenever, so we're, once our leases are up, we're getting, we're going to rent a house and all that shit. Mm. I'm very excited about that because I then, was wondering when you said yet, I was like, yeah, does she know the yet? Yeah, Cause, right. Because you just <laughs> said the yet. Does she know about it? Because like, no, no I'm going to wait till this episode comes out. <laughs> and then Yo, we're going to have babe, a conversation. I want, <laughs> I want to live with you. <laughs> Listen, you got good parts. 
So uh, <laughs> I feel like I want those parts around me some more. So uh, you, we should live together. <laughs> this is this is yeah. This is why you brought the couple on your show because yeah. this is where you're gonna like try to get her to do things yeah. through your podcast. So like, right. I got a couple friends, babe. See, we can be normal. Like, <laughs> It's We're not. We are not a normal couple. I. I. I, I mean, oh, maybe no. we are. Motherfucker, I catered your wedding. I know the fuck you're not fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a comedian that came over. We had that poster, you know, the invitation, right? Right, right. And we made it a poster. It was at the Did wedding. You punch that. Like, you just yeah, punch that, Mike. Like, fucking fuck you, Mike. Shit, yeah, she's trying to. She's Making trying to, sure it still works this no, time. No, my to, dad's name is Mike, so I've said that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the mic. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember your invitations, the uh, the movie poster type thing. Yeah, and, uh, we, we, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we had that hanging in our in our living in our room house, for a little in our while. living room. And I then put this... a lot of Photoshop work into it, you know. So yeah, oh, we, you guys made that. Yeah, yeah we I made, made that. It. that oh was, wow, it was we, I fucking made it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the Photoshop wizard over here. I was the idea I man. He was you're just like, the prop. Any, you're like for anything else. Yes, couple, couple, couple. Fuck you! I did that. Like, yeah. I'm just in the background, like more shading, shade it. Use your Photoshop, your shop of photos. Do it, do it for daddy. But some, yeah, a comedian came over and they looked at that and they're like, "Jesus, you guys are egotistical." Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys are That's so, so far up your own. I mean, it, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did look at it with pride and be like, "Yeah, look at how." Cool well, we it was are. also because it was like we were cosplaying in ways. Like when we did those yeah. engagement photos, we it was like that. We did the regular outfits, and that was like fun. But when yeah. we put on our costumes, we were like, "This is it! I love this." No, I've you definitely know? seen both sides of both of you. To where it's like you guys are definitely the the ones that it's like if you go into a room and you don't know anyone, you're just kind of like, "Hi, hello," like yes. the conservative or whatever. But mm-hmm. the second, the second that you understand that you're comfortable and things are good, yeah, it is on. Ashen's just humping the table like, "Yeah, let's party." The new guys in the corner puking his guts out. Sorry. Sorry. If I can slip Tommy Boy quotes into anything. Into anything. <laughs> but no, like, uh, I just, I, when it comes to the show and everything like that, though, do you guys feel like uh, whenever it comes to Johnny and Moira, the, the mom and dad and everything, do you feel like that, that kind of speaks to your marriage as well? Mm-hmm. Like, something like that would happen and you're like... We'll get through this, babe, but it's not one of those, like, we'll separate when yeah. things get rough. Yeah, like, yeah that's, it's inspiring because, again, they don't ever talk about, like, getting divorced because of the hardships. They don't need And they're really there for each other. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really, like, supportive of each other. And, like, like Moira has moments where she kind of breaks down and has, like, her anxiety, you know, hides yeah. in the closet or and whatever. And he even goes so far as to be like, hey, kids, you need to be fragile. Like, yes. You, know, you need to be delicate <laughs> with your mother today. Like, yeah. shit like that. And it... But I think what's what's really great to me is that like in other shows, you know, you get like a married with children or like sitcom shows like mm-hmm. that. The jokes about getting divorced are even there. And mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. kind of like even as a kid, I remember thinking like, why would you joke about that? Like yeah. that kind of seems fucked up. Well, and well, even when even, we did stand up stuff, sometimes we would joke about it. And then and then at times we'd be like, I don't like it when I do those jokes. Yeah, we, yeah. Would, we would spontaneously yeah, we would just be like, when we were bombing, we'd be like, we'd be like I'm going to divorce my husband. Yeah. That's funny, right? <laughs> that is so true. Like there'd be times where I would be up there 
<laughs> I'd be like, this isn't going good. Say something crazy about Ashlyn. Yeah. Like, her nipples are huge and I'm going to divorce her. Ah! And it's just like, what? And like, yeah, I'm sorry. And then she'd just be like, you fucking were bombing again. I saw you. You started talking you act, you about it. You apologize like I wasn't in the crowd. You were bombing hard, man. Yeah. No, I, I, I just... I, <laughs> There were things that we did that I, I, I was like, I would do that. And I would be like, I don't know why I'm talking like our our relationships in shambles because it's totally not. No, it's like the exact opposite. Like, you're like, no, stronger than ever. I don't I really. Think, yeah. I think it is that comedian thing. It's like, well, if it sounds good, it's not funny. If it's like, if it's, you yeah. know, happy yeah. stuff, it's like, no, we're miserable and I hate everything. Ah, and oh, no, like, I, I once uh, Brittany, you know, and I can do the thing and everything. And I was I'm actually happy in things I. I messaged a friend of mine who's a comedian, and uh, I go, well, I'm happy. My show's going to suck now. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, there is an element of, of, you know, you have to have your edge and yeah. whatnot. But, uh, but no, as far as, like, one of the episodes, too, that I thought was that was really prominent was the one where uh, John, it's a, when the cabaret is about to happen, right? And John is helping her move stuff and everything, and he kind of goes, well, I, had, I did have, like, a tightness and my chest this morning and they're afraid he's about to have a heart attack yeah she is freaking out she yeah. is just kind of like like somebody said something about it might be a heart attack and she goes what like she just like looks at him no like <laughs> and it's just the idea of losing her partner yeah. is just driving her insane and uh i said something to Brittany about like <laughs> that's you and without missing a beat she just looks at me and she got this really serious look on her face she goes you're goddamn right that's me <laughs> and i was just kind of like Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. We do, uh, yeah. We, if one of us says the other one's gonna die or something, there was a really weird moment the other day. So like, she was like, "Hey, I have something to, to tell you, Ashley Julie. I've been having these dreams. Oh yeah, about you dying recently." And I was like, "That's really weird." Because the like the past week, I was having these weird feelings about death and like i was like just imagining myself like in car wrecks and all this like weird stuff and when she said it i was like fuck i'm gonna die you know like <laughs> you feel like you're connected but like usually you know we were also watching like a lot of things like surviving death on netflix <laughs> <Right>? you know <laughs> yeah we had just we had just watched that. like it didn't come out of nowhere <laughs> like hold on we just been watching that new pixar soul movie and, yeah. oh my god yeah. oh, oh good gosh. that movie was we watched it twice we watched it twice. oh i've i've, I've got a, a four-year-old so i've watched oh. it a few times me and uh, Brittany watched it on Christmas Day. Actually, we were we were because that's when it came out. Mm -hmm. So we were like, "Fuck it, we're watching this." Mm -hmm. And so we watched it Christmas Day, and I was like, <sighs> "And she it's goes, are you crying?'" So I go, "No, you're crying." Like, it's <laughs> oh, that one was that was hard not to cry at. Yeah. That, and, was uh, there any part of Shit's Creek that made you cry? <laughs> no. I'm mostly looking at Adam because. Ashlyn, you you got you know you're, you're like I I'm got a emotions. crier. I'm a crier. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a cry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think well when Stevie and David are sitting on top of the car at the end. Oh uh, yeah, and they're kind of talking, she at him and, and she's said, like, "You've won." You. I'm yeah. like, <gasps> there was a lot of emotions. And just their on that friendship one. in general. Like, I love their relationship. Their friendship so much. was so and like. Uh, uh, Especially when they're at the hotel, like he goes to the hotel with her for, um, like she was waiting for a Valentine's Day or something, and like he didn't like show the or something. Special yeah, or yeah, the honeymoon. Oh no, no, no! They, you're talking about the the karaoke one, right? Where 
They have the bar and David does karaoke. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, because the guy never showed. At the time. Or no, he did show. Eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But... But yeah, their relationship was also, I mean, like they illustrated friendship really well. Yeah. In that I always just when I watch that, when I watched him and Stevie together, uh, my best friend is Laura Cook. And I'm always like people always kind of look at me weird whenever me and Laura are hanging out because mm-hmm. she calls me idiot and I call her slut and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like every time she's leaving or anything like that, she'll be like, all right, cool. Later. I hate you. And she'll yeah. leave. And someone will be like, Jesus Christ, is she like, what's her problem? And I go, no, 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 no. that's, that's, that's our friendship speak for that's I love you. That's our love language. Yeah, that's our love language, yeah. man. Like, if I were to suddenly tell her like, hey, you know, I, I, I love our friendship and I don't know what I'd do if I ever lost you. She'd be like, you have cancer or something? Like, fucking calm down. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, she beat you with her possum purse. Yeah. <laughs> she has a purse that's made out of an armadillo. Like, that's my best oh, friend. Oh, oh, that's like, right. Yeah. It's an armadillo. Like, come on. She has a like, possum mask. Friend. Okay. Possum yeah. mask. <laughs> I miss Laura. And I, I miss. <laughs> well, because, yeah, you guys have been taking this, the, the pandemic very seriously. I and did. At home and- I did run into her. During the pandemic, on like one night where I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go out to this bar. There's no one be there," and there wasn't. <laughs> Your sling blade in this situation? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like every time, shaking. yeah, every time I'm like talk, talking about drinking, my inner monologue is just like, "Hey, listen, hey, you know, uh, somebody <laughs> hit me a whiskey and a cigar." <laughs> But yeah, uh, I saw Laura, and I, as soon as I saw her, I was like, we're going to hug. Give me a hug now. Hug me. Touch me. Hug me. She's like, ah, Benson. <laughs> well, like, yeah, no, and like, I just, every time Stevie and David have, like, those moments on screen or anything like that, they have almost the same dynamic, though. Yeah. That they're just kind of like, they're snarky with each other. Yeah. And they, they kind of almost insult each other to each other's face, but that's a love language, and people seem yeah. to not understand that sometimes when it's me and Laura. Like, we talk shit to each other constantly. Yeah. But, you know, and there was one moment <laughs> we were at a bar or something like that, and uh, she's, she's telling a story about her her dad or something like that, and I didn't even say anything. She's telling a story, and she looks over, and she just goes, yeah, that's right, Tail. Oh, I've got a dad that loves me. Fuck you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> but then, of course, later, you know, she, like, we, she bought me a beer or something like that, and, like, we were just bullshitting and having a good time, but it was just the look on people's faces around us. <laughs> Amazing! It really was. There is something about a uh, a male female dynamic when they're best friends. There's yeah. no sexual involvement. That yeah. there is something where like you're sitting with those people and you do kind of feel uncomfortable because you you can tell that they can say anything and you kind right. of want to jump in and be like, "Yes, yeah, slut!" <laughs> and then and then she just stabs you in the neck. <laughs> She's like, "We're not close." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to fit in, slut. All right. So I- <laughs> the most the most scared slut you've ever slut, slut, slut. You slut? am I right <laughs> all right so one more question and then we gotta wrap this up but if you could pick any relationship to have with another person from the show right so whether it's the relationship between johnny and moira whether it's relationship between david and stevie or david and even david and alexis had a pretty <laughs> Like weird relationship as far as like they were very close, but in their own special kind of way. Uh, what kind of relationship, which relationship from that would you want to take and just kind of like have in your own life? I was for the record. I was about to answer that. Well, you hadn't finished the question, but I was 
thinking you were asking a different question. I'm glad I didn't answer immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were basically like, which character were you, would you fuck from Shit's Creek? <laughs> and I was going to like answer immediately and get in trouble. No, Honestly, who is that, uh, well, now you have to answer yeah, that. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. Now you just cornered yourself. <laughs> Uh, Eugene Levy? No, that's oh, not well, your now, real now answer, you little... Just answer with a question mark. Honestly, Eugene mine, uh, I think mine would either be, uh, Twyla. Twyla. Or, uh, I mean, Alexis is, is pretty hot. I can't not say Alexis. See, what? Yeah. Uh, I already knew that. I mean, who, <laughs> everyone would know that. There was, I mean, like, like, one episode when we were watching one day and you are like, Alexis is so hot. Like, she's just hot. <laughs> You know, and you well, didn't expect you it to be that funny. If someone's hot, you know what I mean? That's not yeah, my doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's not, not the right answer. <laughs> I can't help that she's fucking smoking, baby. <laughs> no, I. Uh, but the relationship that you would want in your own life. This is like a, this is kind of like a murder fuck kill. Because it's a relationship. It is, kind of, is, yeah. is like, yeah, you're going to have sex with Alexis. But. Who would I want well, but to no, be yes, with? The, the ones that like are the friendships in that yes. show. And then you have the ones that... Like, mine would actually probably be Johnny and Roland. Yeah. Johnny and Roland have this, like, yeah. really weird friendship where, like, Johnny almost hates him every time he's around. But at the same time, cannot get away from this fucker. Like, loves yes. being around him, he but can't. doesn't want to admit it. Like... Yeah. That is the that is the most interesting relationship. Well, because they're cut from such and, different cloths, yeah. but yeah. yet they somehow manage to form a but relationship. The, but that bond is there. Like, it's yeah. definitely there. And yeah. I love the relationships as a whole in this show because they do operate in that fuck your cookie cutter relationships. This is how this dynamic works. Yeah. Like, Stevie <laughs> loves to give all these people shit, but she'd die for him in a heartbeat. You know she would. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of my favorites is the, the golf episode whenever they're about to go pitch the uh, the motel to that that golf resort right mm-hmm. and so uh roland and johnny are sitting there like they're gonna teach uh stevie how to how to golf yeah and so he's just like oh so what stance do you use here here's here's my problem with it and then like he's standing behind him just way too <laughs> close like yeah. just nut to butt you know what i mean just and stevie's <laughs> off the side like taking pictures and he's just like wait 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 just wait Switch, switch, hold on. And so he gets behind him now, and he's just, like, holding it. And I just remember being like, that right there shows their dynamic to a T. That it's like, they might say whatever to each other, but come on, you fucking love him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, I I really love Stevie and uh, Dan Levy's relationship because, I mean, it was just... I, I I think I've always been a big fan of of male female relationships that mm-hmm. don't have sexual you know or, right. or you know they had their experience together but um <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I'm a fond of those relationships in general so like uh that's the one I would have to say fair enough well and the the relationship between those two really is just kind of like goes beyond even just like the gender differences or anything yeah. like that because at the end of the day like he's kind of you know, helping her anytime she's down, she's doing the same for him. Especially like you were talking about at the the last episode where Yeah. Or I don't think it is the last episode. I think it's the last season. We'll yeah. Say, yeah. Where they're on the car and she's just kind of like, Why the fuck are you trying to move so hard? All this shit. It is a very emotional scene. The saddest part of that scene too is whenever she's like, I called all your friends and they were like they're not coming to the wedding, yeah. you know, like and, and your all your friends are here and I was like, Oh that hits home. 
Well, and even, but speaking of, like, they give each other shit all the time. Yeah. Even at the end of this very real, very emotional exchange, she re- she leans over and gives him a hug, and he just goes, did you put on deodorant today? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. What? And then she hits him, and he's just like, I'm just, maybe it's the car. I don't know. I'm just smelling something. <laughs> That's a, It's almost like him being like, nope, moment's over, yes. and we're done. Like, yes, <laughs> exactly. I love it. I, I'm going to go with Dan, or, uh, um David and uh, Alexis, because they were just too fun to watch converse yeah. back and right. forth yeah, consistently. Anytime they were like talking or just the sibling thing, just giving yeah. each other shit. Yeah, like. I just love the sibling. Yeah, thing. the sibling is good. I'm a sucker for that. That's that. For the record, at your wedding, your brother got up there and gave a toast, <laughs> and every comedian at your wedding was just like, "Fuck this dude." <laughs> Like he nailed it. He nailed that toast. He even got a few laughs. Yeah, like, I know. And every, he oh, made me cry. And I was like, "Oh fuck you, dude!" I was like, I leaned over <laughs> yeah. to a comedian friend of ours and I go, "He is killing right He's now." He's also been to a thousand weddings, so just yeah. keep oh, that. Oh, okay. Mind. That okay. was the funny thing about James is, yeah, he's he like, re- "I always gotta go to a wedding. Got a wedding in uh, Mexico <laughs> next yeah. week, uh, and then uh, another one in California." So. You know, yeah, he, he was, was a wedding professional. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> Probably yeah. stole that toast from somebody. Else. But oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> oh shit! No, I'm yeah, but for all that is funny because yeah, all the all the comedians, you know, that microphone, they're like they're just drooling, like give me give me that microphone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but James went up there and and, and did it, just and, murder. And he, yeah, everyone was, you know, no one wanted to be like he's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was like like James is a good public speaker but oh god you know i can say a lot of great things about james and i can still be that that older brother and be like right. oh, he's such a little piece of what a little shit <laughs> little shit look i love my little brother you know more than i can ever say but at the same time i will give him shit regardless yeah like people are like oh so you know does you don't really bring up the whole trans thing do you and i go fuck no i was making jokes about it the next day i was joking <laughs> with him i was sending him messages and shit <laughs> but like I, I that's the thing is that it's like when it's siblings when it's someone you care about or anything like that yeah you're going to you know rib on them a little bit yeah. because that's just it's, it's just, just yeah wholesome fun it's the purest you know you you know each other's buttons, but you, you, you pushed them so many times, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's just like you can do whatever you want, and and you can say anything you want to them. They rarely, rarely, or at least at this point, I mean, we're numb. Like, we don't even, like, right. I don't know what he would need to do to upset me at this point. Yeah. To, to like, just say something to me to hurt so my yeah. feelings. I would go so far as to say, like, my little brother can't hurt it's me. impossible yeah. it's impossible because I, I would just sit there and be like motherfucker i know you love me don't even start like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've tested this a time or two <laughs> you definitely love me you fucking cunt like <laughs> even when we were young and i was trying to kill you you oh loved my me. god we hated each other as kids like yeah fist fights the whole nine like it wasn't until like we were in our uh, 20s really that it was like hey you don't suck are all we right, cool. are we all the older sibling then yeah, I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah, I'm the oldest. So we all... Older siblings unite. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone Well, because is... on the show, uh, David's the older one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. That makes so much sense to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it makes so much sense that he's the older one. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, guys, uh, did you have fun? 
Hell yes! Blast. Okay. For the second time? Yep. That's, yeah. <laughs> Even we, more fun because we... we got to spend more time with you. Oh. <laughs> yes, it really was. No, I mean, we, when we you said that. it didn't record, I was like, yay! <laughs> no, I was heated. I was so mad. And all you you two were just like, "Hey, let's go get something to yeah, eat." Yeah, I was, I was like, like let's just, "You guys just know my love language." That's like, yeah. I just need a refuel, man. Yeah. Let's get well, and, and it worked like gangbusters because then we walked in here and I wasn't mad anymore. I was just ready to go again. Like, Hell all right, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do this fucking episode. Let's knock this out. You had some pickle pizza. Yeah, I did yeah. Get some pickle yeah. Pizza. This motherfucker got pickle pizza and it was delicious. <laughs> it was so good. He, t- he took a, a mighty brave, you know, chance, and uh, it paid off. It, man, most of my chances seem to pay off. You know what I mean? Like, took a chance on love, got it. Took a chance got on it. pickle pizza, dope. <laughs> <laughs> took a chance on love. Took a chance on pickle pizza. I'm gonna, well, it's the same vein, I think. I'm gonna this. stamp that on your tombstone. <laughs> It doesn't matter what they put on it. No, no, no. I'm going to come <laughs> around with a Dremel and make sure that's in there. <laughs> well, guys, thank you again for being on the show uh, two yeah. times now. I mean, only one's going to hit the air, but we know about the first we one. Know. Yeah, we, we know. Kn- we it. know what happened. <laughs> I'm just going to be mad. Do we tell everyone what that other show was? I don't know if it was supposed to be a surprise, but I, we want to. No, no, no. I yeah, you it. definitely want to go ahead and plug it because you said you really enjoyed it. And it was uh, t- uh, Ted Lasso. Right? I'm afraid someone else is going to come on here and tell you all the great things of Ted right? Lasso. Right. They're just going to be like, like, I would love it if someone that's listening to this one and then I ask them to be on the podcast and they go, I'm going to do Ted Lasso because fuck the Bensons. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope they hated it. I hope they get on there like, oh, I do want to talk about Ted Lasso. And <laughs> I want to tell you how much it sucks. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis can Hit suck a nut, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Till like the very end. And it was like too late. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, too little, too late. Sudeikis, fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> well, on that note, I want to go ahead and let everyone out there know um, uh, the Bensons are taking the 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 epidemic and everything very seriously. So they're still staying at home, but when they are doing shows, uh, we'll go ahead and make sure to let everyone know when you guys are doing shows and what all that shit. Um, very funny comedians. And, uh, you know, you're also doing queso Queens. And yeah. Queso with, uh, Queens. Casey Malone. With, uh, Casey Malone. Yup. Yup. Casey Malone's and Shalini B. So you, that's where you can find us on the Instagrams. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm the queso bro, unofficial queso bro. Just throw me in there, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I need to make. I, we do need to make queso bro shirts, but yeah, you know, it's basically just me like carrying camera equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like queso bro, <laughs> little bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically that's that is as soon as like I leave the room, Casey's like queso bitch, <laughs> <laughs> little cheesy bitch. <laughs> Well, once again, thank you again for coming on the show, guys. I really appreciate you coming out. Thank you, Sal. We love you. Love Love you. (laughs) But uh, just so you guys know, if you want to email the podcast to uh, say, hey, good job. Uh, We like the Bensons or fuck you, Terrell. Or you can go ahead and say what we always say on the show. Fuck you, Landry. Uh, We love when we get those emails. Those are my favorites. But uh, all you got to do is email us at bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. Or we're on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Whatsits and the Whatnot. Just look for us on that. It's Binge with Terrell Norton. And, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the show, let us know about it. If you hated it, go fuck yourself. How about that? (laughs) And uh, I love you guys. There's nothing you can do about it. Have a good one, guys.